Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the first edition of a little extra magic here on the Andy Fry Show podcast. We're doing Disney, and I know you're not surprised. And I have a very special guest in here with me, Erica Murphy, who is a salesperson here at Entercom, but she's also a Disney lover. And she's also a Disney agent. And she's my Disney agent. Erica, hi. Hi. How That's are you? a small understatement. A, is a Disney lover? Just, just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. The first time I met Erica, well, the first time I think we talked, you said something about... We need to be best friends. Disney. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, and and that was because I was planning a di- my first Disney trip, which I planned by myself. Yeah. And you caught wind of that or something. It was because you were playing. I remember the specific moment because it was playing <laughs> Kiss the Girls oh. <laughs> over the, it was on the speaker. And I looked at you and I was like, we need to be best friends. And yeah. you probably thought I was crazy. And, and here, here you are. are. Later. Yeah. So I talk about Disney quite a bit on the show, uh, but I never want to inundate people who have no interest in Disney um, with ad nauseum conversations about it but i have had so many people since we've been talking about this a lot and now i've gone on two trips with my family one that i planned by myself the very first disney world vacation that i ever took outside of like being six and not really remembering it and bringing the kids and bringing the family i planned that first one all by myself and i did so much research and then i found out that erica was an agent and you just helped me plan the second one and that was awesome so we want to have a conversation now about those apprehensions. If you're somebody who has heard us talking about Disney and you kind of have that in the back of your mind, like, I think that would be really fun for my family. But there's just so much I don't know. That's a pretty big hindrance for people when they, it, it's an undertaking. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, all the scheduling and the time of year. I mean, there's so many things that go into planning a Disney vacation. I can understand why people are just like, I don't even want to deal with it. Like, so, it's- yeah, it, and but that's where you come in, your expertise that I want to lean on here a little bit. We're going to talk about uh, about 10 things that might be kind of the barrier between you and, and actually being in yeah. the Magic Kingdom or at Epcot or Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom. These are some of the things that have probably crossed your mind. They're questions you have. We're going to do this in a quick, snappy fashion so that we can answer some of these questions. And then in further installments of this portion of the Annie Fry Show podcast, we'll elaborate on them a little bit. So the number one thing, Erica, when people come to you and they're interested in a Disney World vacation, but there's like this, this like just reserve about them. Yeah, I think the number one thing for sure is the cost, that people think that it's all of this money that you have to spend. And the good thing about Disney is that they make it accessible for any budget. There's three different levels of hotels that you can stay at. There's value, there's moderate, there's deluxe. So it really fits 
any budget. Not only that, they have promos that they put out all the time. There's free dining that's coming out for Q1 of 2020. Mm -hmm. They have room discounts. So it really can be affordable depending on how you want to to go. And I can't stress enough just in my uh, like I'm not I'm not a lifelong Disney like a holic. I'm very, very new to this whole passion of mine. And that's really because there is a Disney way of doing things. And when you talk about value moderate and deluxe hotels, in my mind, I have an idea of what value probably means. Mm -hmm. A value hotel at Disney World is fantastic. Like you are not going to think that you're like roughing it in any capacity. No, not at all. And it's not. That's what I always say, too, is that, you know, you think value, you think of like motel eight or six or whatever Mm -hmm. the motels Mm -hmm. are. And it's not. I mean, it is a deluxe feel it's the disney magic from the time that you set a foot on the bus to the time that you enter the room and they make that touch whether you're in a value all the way up to deluxe the only thing that's going to be different is the sizes the properties are going to be a little bit smaller on the deluxe so i mean they're as far as the quality goes you're going to get the same disney quality from value all the way to deluxe and the other thing about where you stay people will vacation at disney world differently Mm -hmm. and i can tell you the perfect I can tell you what the perfect Disney World vacation is for my family. Exactly. And my perfect Disney World vacation. I mean, you and I have even talked about mm-hmm. the. you like to be at the resorts. You, mm-hmm. enjoy, you enjoy being there and experiencing the resorts as much as the parks. But you've gone a lot more than I have. Mm-hmm. We really like being in the parks. And we really like trying to do as much as we can in the parks. And I could see how that would change over the course of time. So... Even if you're somebody who might think, I would really like to have deluxe accommodations, you could go to Disney World and find out that you spend seven hours sleeping in your room, and that's the only time you're really at the resort. Yeah. Well, and, you know, that's the thing that when I have a client that maybe I don't know before, I always have a conversation first and see, you know, what works best for your family. Because, like you said, I mean, it's different for every single family, and we can accommodate your trip based on what you like. Maybe you're not an adventurous thrill seeker and you just want to go for parades and fireworks. I mean, and we food. could definitely, well, I mean, the food, that's, I mean, Amazing. I have dreams about the Disney food. It's It's amazing. Uh, But we can customize your plans. And that's the good thing about Disney is that, you know, not only every budget, but every family type, we can accommodate for that, too. So let's just play. I, I just throw a number out there because that's when I think about looking into this for the first time. Mm-hmm. If people go, oh, it can be affordable for anyone. And then you're like, it's only nine thousand dollars. <laughs> you're like, you don't understand anyone no. like if, if you're somebody who you know maybe you're you're a one-income family you've mm-hmm. got a stay-at-home parent you really want to provide this experience for your family maybe you're single and you don't have kids and you and a girlfriend or a, a, a guy friend want to go to disney world and just have mm-hmm. a few nights and enjoy the magic if you're gonna say four nights maybe mm-hmm. there's four parks you could do four nights you could see Everything there is to see. You're staying at a value resort. If you're lucky with a good promo, like where do you think that that minimum commitment is? I mean, I usually say I had somebody that had two adults, two kids. They stayed for five days, four nights, and it was $2,500 all in from dining, park tickets, resort stay, Disney vacation, twenty five hundred, and that was at a standard rate. That wasn't even any promo. Mm-hmm. So, if you throw in free dining or a room discount, I mean, that could easily be under two thousand dollars for a family of four. For how many nights was that? It was uh, four nights, five days. That's crazy. So, and and the other thing, 
and we can get to this in, in a little bit. I don't want to scoop one of your points is that planning usually it's not like, oh, let's go to Disney World next month, which you can do. Yeah. But if you're somebody who is working on a budget, I would highly encourage you to plan that vacation far out mm-hmm. and give yourself time to save up for it, to pay for it. And then when when you have that ability to catch all the good promos as they go along, we'll talk more about that as well. Mm-hmm. You just it, it, the obligation isn't so big, but the planning of it is actually loads of fun oh absolutely the research that you get to do and and figuring out what you want to do when and mm-hmm. everything i think i think that's a big part of it what's another what's, what's another well point i mean just kind of circling back though that goes mm-hmm. back to the having the conversation because i mean if there's people like you where we just have a conversation you have an idea of what you want to do and i'm just there to kind of help with anything on the back end or there's somebody that has never been and they need me to plan from start to finish because so, they have no clue exactly so we can tailor you know to we could do as much or as little as you want. So just because you're working with me doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to hijack your trip and plan and everything. do everything. Yeah, exactly. I, I love the planning part of it. And when Erica was planning me, uh, planning with me last time, there we were like tag teaming things mm-hmm. and and bouncing ideas off of each other, and it was super fun. And then uh, my best friends are booking one with you right now. They mm-hmm. never thought that they could go. They looked into it, and they're going at a great time of year to get a great deal. Mm-hmm. And they're a one income family, and. You know, I, from what I understand, she's got a lot of questions and you're ha- and you're there with the answers. Absolutely. And that's the thing that, you know, she likes to plan. I'm just there to answer the questions. Mm-hmm. And I have some other clients that want absolutely nothing to do with the planning. They want to just show up and, and go where they're told, go, <laughs> go where they're told. And so yeah. I do that, too. Yeah. But, you know, kind of just everything is, is dependent on that conversation that you have. So, you know, another thing that people ask all the time is, should I stay on property? Is it going to mm-hmm. be cheaper if I don't stay on property? And, you know, there's Airbnbs out there and there's all of the these different locations that you could stay at off property. But I am a firm believer to stay on property just because once you tally up all the costs that you're saving, Disney gives you free transportation from the airport to your hotel. It takes care of all your luggage. That is so stinking amazing. So yeah. my so the two times we went, my family flew southwest into Orlando. When you get off the plane, you don't touch any of the bags you checked you could get for southwest obviously you get two free bags so you could check like we checked one suitcase that had an extra suitcase in it that was all that was there so we could bring back souvenirs um we had five tickets because we have three kids and i didn't have to touch any of it it it, i put it on the plane when i showed up to the airport in st louis the next place i saw it in my room magic magic (laughs) it's magical they call it the magical express because it is it is and that's not something that you get when you stay off property so there's also you know we talked about doing homework that you get your advanced dining reservations and fast passes there is a level of planning involved when you go to disney so gone are the days where you can just show up and stand in line and kind of go as a whim which i think can also be something that hinders people um we have a big family trip going in may and my brother's like well i'm not planning anything and it's like well okay you're going to stand in line and not eat because mm-hmm. you have to in order to do everything that you want to do and make the most of your time there is a level of planning that that is involved and when you stay on property you get to do that 180 days for your dining and 60 days for your fast passes so you get a jump on all the good ones that get taken right away. So there's just so many benefits of staying on property and all the transportation to and from the parks. So if you have small kids and you want to go back to the room and take a nap or, you know, if you're going from rope drop to fireworks and maybe you don't want to drive on the way home, you just jump on a bus and you're back in your room instead of staying on property. And then you have parking and you have cars and you have 
traffic. And mm-hmm. you don't even have to deal with that when you're staying on property. I'll add, too, that when we were talking about initially going the first time, I said to my husband, like my husband and I would tell people, we're, go- we're, we're thinking about going to Disney. And we would always say, but we're not Disney people. <laughs> Actually, we Look at you now. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we didn't know that. But the I was talking to my cousin who has two boys who are a little bit older than I am. And we were like, you know, we're thinking maybe we'll do a Florida vacation and go to the beach. And maybe we'll just like stay at a hotel near Disney World and do two days at Disney and then go do some other Florida-like things. And she said to me, she said, Annie, if you're going to go to Disney and you're going to sip the Kool-Aid, drink the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Like, go all in. It's not what you think it's going to be. It's not like you're going to a, you know, carnival of sorts where you're going to be oversaturated with... Mm -hmm like just kind of kitschy stuff it's magnificent Mm -hmm. and you can stay at resorts that are super themed that have all the disney characters and stuff there but you can also stay at some resorts that are a little more calm Mm -hmm. feel a little more relaxed uh feel more like a vacation and a a reprieve from the parks it's up to you Mm -hmm. where you go and you can get deals on all of those but that that the advice that my cousin gave me was wonderful advice because i did on her advice just give in and say, all yeah. right, we're going to do a Disney vacation and we're going to do it the Disney way, like the way Walt intended it. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And then it's like, I, all I want to do is go back. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I was really lucky. I was able to do the Disney Institute, which kind of gives you the behind the scenes to the magic, which, again, there's some people out there that are saying, you know, I don't want to know because that takes away from the magic. But for mm-hmm. me, it was like, I want to know every little detail. Yeah. And, you know, they do. They think about everything. They've done case studies to where how many steps you take between trash cans when somebody litters so that they can strategically place trash cans mm-hmm. around the park so that you don't see wrappers somewhere or they don't sell gum in the park so that you don't see, you know, gum stuck everywhere. There's just so many things that you don't think about. The smells, when you go onto Main Street, they pipe in this delicious confectionery smell. So it smells like sugar and amazing. And, you know, it just makes you feel completely immersed in the experience Mm -hmm. from the way that the sidewalks look to the smell to the way that the sun feels because (laughs) the way that they put the concrete down. I mean, it's they literally have thought of everything and that just goes into the entire experience. So what are some other things that might hinder somebody from or just make them a little too intimidated. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think time of year is something, too, that not only do you have weather. I mean, it's Florida. So, you know, there's hurricanes and there's tropical weather. So Lots of rain. Lots of rain. But, again, it's Florida. So it typically rains for, like, an hour. Mm-hmm. And then it's beautiful. So, you know, there's different things that are out there. There's crowd calendars to where we can try and guesstimate our best what the crowds are going to be like. Thanksgiving and Christmas is the most magical time to go, but it's also the most insane time to go because everybody wants to be a part of that Christmas magic. Yeah. So, um, you know, we can talk about going maybe the week of December 12th instead there are cheaper, of the 25th. There are cheaper times to go. Like Disney exactly. structures it so that they can make it more affordable for you to go in some places because they have less people. So it's yeah. more beneficial for them to make it cheaper to get more people in. And then in my family, I'm married to a teacher. Mm-hmm. He doesn't get to take vacation days in the middle of the school year because he has a summer off. So I'm beholden to the time when kids are out of school. So I pretty much... I'm going to go when it's crowded. Right. We traveled, the, the two times that we've gone have been the end of July, early August. It's ridiculously hot. It's pretty crowded. It's still amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's and they do they accommodate things. There's the cool down centers and there's, mm-hmm. you know, in Epcot, there's fountains and there's different things. And there's shaded areas, too, to yeah. where if you go in the middle of the summer, there's a lot of indoor attractions that you can, you know, go into. And um, the good thing about time of year, too, is, like I said, Christmas is my favorite time to go just because it is so magic. We just and this is also we watched the they lit the lights last night. So the Disney Park blog had the whole <laughs> live thing and Elsa came and, you know, lit up the whole castle. Uh, but they put it up last night. So yeah. it's right after Halloween. So you can definitely go mid-November to when the crowds are down and, and still experience, get to experience the, Christmas. the holiday yeah. Yeah, without having to deal with the crowds. All right. What else? So, um so we have the time of year, uh, the time to stay. So we kind of touched on this a little bit. There are four parks in Disney. So there are there's this is this like length of stay. Exactly. OK. Yeah. So there's the four parks. Um, I always say to go at least five days because you don't typically travel to the park on your last day because you're dealing with the airports and stuff. Some people do. Some people get a late flight. It's, again, totally up to your family. But I really think that you need to dedicate one full day pull per park to get that full experience and go into it knowing that you may not see everything that you You're want to. You're not going to see any everything yeah. that you want to. Like, <laughs> I've gone twice and I felt like we saw less things the second time around than well, the first, yeah. just because you start to realize all the nooks and crannies yeah. of Walt Disney World and it makes you want to go back again. Mm-hmm. So to, to that point... You can look at what you're able to accomplish and then you can be disappointed about what you didn't get to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But it's just that's why I want to stress that there is something there for everybody. Absolutely. Because all of this stuff exists. You're like in my in my family, we had uh, uh, was it eight and a five and a two year old the first time we went mm-hmm. or eight and six and two. And there are things that my husband and I realized we would love to do this by ourselves yeah. that we wouldn't do with the kids there because mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a good use of their time or hours dragging them along. Right. So you'll realize you're never going to be able to do it all, but you want to be able to expose yourself to it yeah. that initial time. Yeah. And again, going back to Disney wants to make it affordable for everybody. A lot of people don't know that there is a bounce back offer whenever you're on property. They obviously want you to book your next trip while you're there. They have some really great offers right now. There's a really good room discount. I think there was free dining not too long ago. So, you know, in order to get you to come back to see those things that you missed, you can get an even better deal that's not open to the masses. And I want to uh, touch on this real quick here, too. To If if somebody wants to, if you think you want to book your vacation, you only need to put $200 down yeah. initially. Mm-hmm. And that reserves your dates. That allows you to plan everything, the mm-hmm. six months out for the food reservations, the uh, 60 days out for the fast pass reservations. And we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. So you get full access to plan your vacation for just $200. And that $200 is fully refundable up until 30 days before time of travel. As long as it's not paid off in full. So if you pay the trip in full day one, then that's not refundable unless you get travel insurance. Okay. So, But it has to be paid in full within 30 days. So so if somebody thinks that they want to go and they... You can adjust dates mm-hmm. as you go along and everything. It's a good idea, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to get it booked if you're booking it farther out. You know, if you're booking a year out or nine months out or whatever, if Christmas is coming up and you want to book something for next year, mm-hmm. you can get that reservation booked. And then working with an agent like yourself, you're constantly combing for better promos to get people the discount. Get up at 4 a.m. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's the thing, too. I have a I have a 
client right now who's a teacher, and so, you know, she's on a limited income. So, you know, she's paying $100, $150 every other paycheck whenever she can, and that's how she's affording to bring her family to Disney. So you can make 100 payments of, you know, $100 or $10, however mm-hmm. much you want to pay. There's no penalty for how many times that you could pay. Yeah. Put your trip on layaway. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> what else? What else uh, kind of uh, maybe pe- makes people go, oh, I don't know. You kind of touched on this, but it, a lot of people, I think, think that Disney is just for kids. And I oh. think that it's really important to know that it's not just for kids. I personally have gone since I was a kid. So I grew up in a Disney family. But my husband and I, we just had our first baby this past summer. So I'm really excited that I have experienced Disney as a child. I've experienced Disney as an adult. And now I'm going to experience as a parent, which mm-hmm. I'm really excited about. But my husband and I have been going for years, just the two of us, because they have some of the best chefs. They have some of the best dining, the best experiences, the best shows all in one place. And, you know, it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, you know, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii and I've never really, you know, I want to go to Alani, which is another Disney property. And she's like, well, that's because you go to Disney all the time. And I'm like, but going to Disney, I get to go to all these places. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it makes sense for me. But, you know, it's not just for kids. I mean, there are Disney Junior and there's different attractions for the little kids. But I think the biggest misconception is people think that there's nothing to do for adults. Mm-hmm. And it is it completely like I thought the first time I was going on a, on a Disney vacation, my husband and I basically said, let's do this for the kids. Yeah. And then we were looking at each other at least once a day. With like tears in our eyes mm-hmm. because of how amazing the experience was. Yeah. And then we were like, we have to go back. Like, I remember looking at him like, we can come back, right? <laughs> like, when we're leaving, <laughs> are we going to be able to be back here? And he's like, we're coming back. And now, so that we plan the next year's vacation. And uh, now, something we'll talk about in a different uh, podcast is DVC, which is a, a Disney take on a timeshare. It's not the same as a timeshare. So my husband and I are going at the end of January to just kind of scope it out, which is something that we didn't want to do with kids Mm -hmm. there because we want to it's an investment. We wanted to make sure it's right for us. So we're just going to go spend a long weekend there. So, yeah, it's it's not anybody. My my in-laws, my husband's parents came and my my mother-in-law used an electronic motor Mm -hmm. scooter. Is that what it's called? What is it? Something like that. And she, it was great. Yeah. And my my father in law didn't. And he, you know, he gets around. He no trouble getting around whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of walking. Yeah, you're taking maybe twenty thousand plus steps a day. Yeah. And he's in his mid sixties, and he's like, "I'm getting one of those scooters next time." And I saw a woman get on one of the bus at the Polynesian because we went to Spirit of Aloha dinner there. And this woman who was probably 63 years old or something like that Mm -hmm. she got on there and she's a perfectly able-bodied person but she was on a scooter and somebody said like oh you're getting really good at that that thing because you Mm -hmm. pull it in and you park it whatever and she goes listen if i and and like the person who said that wasn't criticizing her at all they were just saying you're getting good at it and she said listen here's the deal i didn't want to do this didn't want to ride around in a scooter i don't need this in everyday life, but if I want to be able to do Disney World all day mm-hmm. with my grandkids and be here and experience this with my grandkids, this makes it possible. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I just, like, I love seeing all these generational vacations mm-hmm. where you have three generations, maybe even more than three generations, experiencing this together in mm-hmm. family. It it was really magical. And, like, 
for my mother and father-in-law to be able to go there and do that with us. It was just amazing. Yeah. Well, and I think that's funny, too, that I kind of had to talk your mother-in-law into getting the scooter. because She was like, oh, I don't need it. I don't need it. And I remember going as a kid with my grandma, and she didn't need it either, but we always got it for her. And I liked it as mm-hmm. a kid because I could sit on her lap when we watch fireworks and all this stuff. So I was like, even if you don't use it all the time, you know, the kids can sit on it when you're waiting for parades. Yeah. You know, I mean, their little legs get tired, too. So it's not just for you. I remember crawling up on my grandma's lap and, you know, watching fireworks. And to this day, you know, I'm not even going to say how many years ago that was, but that <laughs> is something that is, I remember like it was yesterday. Yeah. And that's it's the magical memory. That's the magical memory. I remember no matter if I'm 16 years old or 26 or the first time you see that castle when you're going on that monorail, it's indescribable. Mm-hmm. Like money cannot buy. Yeah that memory of seeing that. And, you know, it's just, that's why I'm so passionate about Disney. And we've taken a lot of trips as a family. We, I was very fortunate to have a childhood to where we could do those things, but nothing tops the memory of Disney. And yeah. I think that's why I'm such, I'm so passionate about it. And it's not just, I want to help plan people's vacations because that part is fun for me too, as I live vicariously. But the fact that I can be just a little part of your vacation of that magic is something that, is very exciting for yeah. me. Yeah, and I'll add two on the other end of the spectrum, and I'm going to do a separate podcast on this, um, having done this twice, going to Disney World with little kids, specifically under three. Uh, I people, Tony Colombo, who mm-hmm. uh, is on my show from time to time, went the first time, and they left their youngest at home, and then the second time went with their youngest, mm-hmm. who was two and three. And he's he when I came back from the first one, and, and my youngest was two, he's like, you got to tell me, how was it? I'm like, Please. She was in a stroller the whole time, getting pushed around. She had a shade over. (laughs) She had like air conditioning in the stroller. And when she was tired, she fell asleep. And and like meeting the characters, the princesses. Oh, my gosh. It was worth every penny times to to like watch her little eyes and her little heart just light up. Yeah. It, it was so amazing. I can't wait. And that's why when I go this, this we're going this May, um, and my son will be, we're going for his first birthday. They have a barber shop on Main Street that you can get your haircut. Yep. So we're going for his first haircut. But uh, I want to do some videos while I'm down there, too, so that people can see that traveling with a one-year-old, traveling with a two-year-old. It's worth it. You know, it's worth it. And, you know, there's, again, I think there's a misconception that, oh, they're too little. They won't remember it. Mm-mm. But you will, and you'll have the pictures that will last a lifetime. And the other thing, too is that Disney doesn't charge for children under three. Correct. So the reason we went when we went was because my youngest was two. Mm-hmm. So it saved us a lot of money Yeah, to go. Absolutely. I mean, like, if you're choosing, like, should I go when they're two or should I go when they're three, it can cost you a lot more money absolutely. to go when you're three. So if you can sneak it in when they're under that age, it, it makes a difference. Yeah. And, you know, going off the, the dining, too, I mean, it, they have something for everybody. There's quick service, which is just kind of like a walk up. I think it, quick service is like fast food. Quick service is what they call it. It's fast food and table service is like a restaurant. It might be like an like an Applebee's kind of restaurant or it might yeah. be like a Ruth's Chris type of restaurant. It could yeah. be anywhere on that spectrum. Yeah. And I'm a huge foodie. I grew up in a restaurant. So for me, the cuisine is always something that was really alluring when going to Disney. And they have different festivals throughout the year, like the Food and Wine Festival, which is one where they have an Epcot, which has all the different countries. They have the different flavors from all over the world. So it really is something for an adventurer's eater like myself or my husband who eats like a toddler and eats chicken strips. (laughs) And there's something wrong with a good chicken strip. There's nothing wrong. Uh, But I mean, I can get my foie gras and he can have his chicken strips and we're just (laughs) having the best time in the world. 
world. So uh, they literally have something for everybody from dining to excursions. I'm not a big adventure seeker. I don't Mm -hmm. do roller coasters. But I will ride. It's a small world until I <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, it's just it just depends on your preferences. All right. What else we got? Um, I think that kind of sums up the overall stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, just again, it's just we can customize for for every vacation. So uh, in regards to this podcast here, we're going to keep having these Disney conversations. I'm going to try to do this once a week. We're going to upload these on Sundays and. What I want you to understand is that this is a conversation that we are going to have for your benefit. So if you have questions, you can email AnnieFryShow at gmail.com and ask your Disney questions, and then we can address those uh, maybe at the end of each podcast we do. If we have a few questions, I can ask you listener questions. Uh, I love it. I spend my spare time watching Disney Mm -hmm. World YouTube because I like it. Mm -hmm. And Erica happens to be a Disney travel agent, but also an expert. We talk about Disney all the time. So we're like, why don't we just bring this behind a microphone? (laughs) So Disney, uh, a Disney World travel agent, Mm -hmm. which is you work with Disney. Correct. Through Magic Mouse Vacations. And this is one thing that I think people really need to understand. So if you go to Look at magicmousevacations.com. Is that right? Yep. Erica is on that uh, website. You can go to look at uh, her bio and, and contact her there. But no, nobody pays you more money. No. You're not going to pay more money for your vacation if you work with an agent. Correct. It's in, 100% free. And in fact, I have saved thousands of dollars mm-hmm. by working with Erica because what Erica, you get heads up on promotions and sales too, don't you? At four o'clock in the morning, we get an email from from Disney and it sends out to all the agents saying, this is the promo. This is, you know, whatever it, discount is at right now. Mm-hmm. And so what we do is before it's released to the public, when most people aren't up at four o'clock in the morning, I have a six month old. I tend to be <laughs> up that, that anyway. Uh, but I look at the at the reservations that I have, and I just go ahead and apply to whatever I have available without you even knowing about it. So while you're sleeping, I can save you thousands of dollars, and then I'll just shoot you a quick email and say, hey, guess what? This promo came out. And the thing about the promos, too, is that it's not on a time frame. So you have from point A to point B to book this. There's a certain amount of rooms per resort that is released at this. So Limited availability. Yes. And if you have that first access with the person who gets notified about it right away mm-hmm. and you're there applying these promos like you're going to find out one day that because because you're going to have had this conversation with erica she's going to know what your vacation looks like what you want to do mm-hmm. and when that promo becomes available and you apply it and you get to give someone that heads up hey i just saved you this much money oh, with this promo it's i remember you running at me <laughs> when free dining came out from the vacation we took this past summer and you're like, oh my gosh, that's free dining. And you're like, it's like $1,200 that was yeah. saved yeah, just because you were there to get it. And and like you said, it's important to understand that it's not like this sale goes through Saturday. Yeah. It's there are, I'm making a number up, 100 rooms available that can accommodate this promo. Mm-hmm. And if I assume those 100 rooms were booked up by Disney travel agents, by the time it trickles out into where I was my first vacation mm-hmm. planning by myself, by the time it got to me, it wouldn't be applicable because the rooms would be booked up. Right. So it, you get paid. Mm-hmm. I hope I can talk, talk about this, right? Sure. Yeah. You get paid. What is it? By th- Disney. By Disney. So they give you like a, t- there's a 10% cut that goes mm-hmm. to the agency and to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just 
through Disney. The mm-hmm. client does not pay one extra penny. No. And you will save money. And I will save money. So magicmousevacations.com mm-hmm. is where Erica works through and Allison runs that. And she's fantastic. She's amazing. And they're not paying to sponsor this. Mm-hmm. I am just telling you that I use Erica and I think that you should too because it has saved me lots of money. Erica's super great to work with. And you've you've booked vacations for my family members, for my best friends. I had someone reach out to me the other day and was like, we're thinking about booking a Disney vacation. Like, I'm the go-to person now yeah. for, and I'm like, and go see Erica. Yeah, and I appreciate it. But, I mean, that's something to note, too, that when you book with families, that coordinating schedules with everybody, there is an app that they have out, which we can go into more details later. But you do all your planning through the app, and you can sync your family members. And if it's something that you've never done before, it can be a little cumbersome to try and navigate planning a schedule for seven or eight different people. And you can so, help with all that. And I can help with all of that. So on the back end, we just sync up your reservation, so you only have to make one dining reservation, so you can eat at the same time or not. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it depends. Maybe on, you need a little yeah. separation. <laughs> Maybe grandparents need to babysit. Yeah. You know, we can do that, too. But we can help coordinate for bigger parties, too. Um, I've always wanted to do a Disney wedding. Hint, hint, Dan Murphy, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> renew our vows. But, uh, you know, we can help with Disney weddings, anniversaries, mm-hmm. vow renewals. I mean, we, we do it all. Okay. Well, those are just a few things that we thought that if you've been thinking, Annie talks about Disney, and I trust Annie to give me the news and information mm-hmm. on a regular basis, and she really likes it. Maybe maybe it would be good for my family, too. I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you, the first time we went to Disney, I was prepared to go and suffer through it. Mm-hmm. Like, literally... Did not expect to, like, come home and be sad that I left yeah. from Disney. And I we couldn't we couldn't plan another vacation <laughs> fast enough. So and, and again, I want to stress, like, the affordability is there. Yeah. You have to plan for it. Mm-hmm. And, and I totally respect that as well, that it's you can do big things. You can do little things. I mean, literally, Disney will take all of your money if you want to give it to them. But. <laughs> Don't allow yourself to think that you can't access it. Just work with somebody like Erica to figure out how you can Mm -hmm. make it happen. Absolutely. Erica Murphy with Magic Mouse Vacations in here with me. She's my Disney travel agent. And I'd encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. If you go to radio.com, you can subscribe to the Annie Fry Show podcast and you get the whole show and everything that goes along with it. And we will be updating these Disney podcasts once a week. They'll be uploaded on Sundays. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.